Hello and welcome to the Unorganized and Lost podcast. We prove that you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams and getting lost isn't always a bad thing. Today, I am so excited for this guest. We have Mikhail on today and he doesn't even need his last name. He's just Mikhail because he's so great. And I'm going to let him introduce himself with a little bit of an elevator pitch to see who he is before we dive into the podcast. Hello, Mikhail. What? I first of all, thank you for having me here. I really appreciate that. But I think even more so, thank you for instilling me with the confidence of not even saying my second name when I introduce or my last name when I introduce myself. And I think I'm going to do that from now on. I'm no longer going to say, hey, my, I'm Mikhail Alfon. My name's Mikhail. And I'm the co-founder of uh, Blue Light Media. We're a digital marketing agency out here in uh, Costa Mesa, California. Um, and outside of like running the agency, like what I really love doing is, you know, I love creating content that helps inspire people to become the best versions of themselves, both professionally and personally. Um, and I just, I kind of just like doing things that, you know, kind of increase my heart rate and challenge me mentally and physically as much as possible. Um, but that's me. I'm also married to a really incredible woman and that's probably the best part of my life right now. So there's that. She is pretty incredible. I've seen her TikToks and other things that she does and her energy. I, I don't even know. I don't think I've ever actually met her. I can't remember if she came to, um, the meetup we did, but every no. time I see, I feel like, I feel like I know her because of how she is on social media. She is so energetic and so exciting. I'm like, I just feel like I want to be best friends with her. You're absolutely right. She is. She's a, she, when people say like, Oh, she, she's my better half. Like that's actually, that's actually the truth. The trick is though, she's very elusive because she has a very bu busy schedule. So a lot of my friends still wonder if I'm actually married or if this is some like online AI thing that I've created to make it seem like my life is progressing. But I did actually get married. Uh, she is a, an actual human being. She's just far more busy and booked than I am actually. That's amazing. But I feel like that works for you guys. And also I don't like, I think she's even too cool for someone to make up. Like I've just yeah. decided that she is lover. Love That's you guys true. together. And it does, you're right. It does work for us because um, it gives me space to do the things that I need to do uh, to run blue light. And it gives her the space to do the things she needs to do to run her own business. So it makes me happy. Love it. Well, I'm glad we went on that little side, side tangent of your wife. because She's pretty <laughs> incredible. Okay. So what have, okay. So we're going to start with the fact that you're at blue light media. Where did you start? Was that always your goal in life? that you no. wanted to do this. So where no, did no. it, where did it begin? I mean, look, when I was a kid, I thought for sure that I was going to be, um, a flight nurse or a pediatrician, one of the two. Um, so I actually did end up going to nursing school. I went to a trade school, um, to get my LVN license, a licensed vocational nurse. And I was doing that for a little bit. And, um, you know, I felt like I was kind of on that right path. And, you know, I started looking into RN programs, um, and even to get my, even to go get my MD, to be honest, or study medicine, if that's what we call it. Um, but that was a long time ago. That was, man, I guess that was over, that was 15 years ago now. What I didn't know is when I was working as a, as an LVN, my, my dad was actually using my identity to embezzle money. So he had effectively stolen my identity and he was using it to, you know, take money from people, which I had no wow. idea about. Right. And long story, very short, like I, you know, I ended up getting my nursing license revoked because of it at a very 
young age. I was like 21 or 22 and I had no clue what was going on. I was asking my dad for help. Like, I don't like, cause I was getting these papers from lawyers and shit. Like I had no idea what was going on. And I went to him for help only to know that he was the one that was actually getting me in all this trouble. Um, so, you know, I, I ended up losing my nursing license. I played poker professionally for three or four years. Um, and when I say that I played poker professionally, it wasn't because like, it wasn't like I was like on TV and winning the world series or anything like that. I was grinding like for, you know, $50 to maybe if it was a good day, like $300 a day type of thing. And a lot of days were like losing days. And I ran some poker games out here too, um, to try and get by, um, and like worked off tips while we were doing that. So that was a really challenging part of my life between 23. And I want to say, you know, I want to say like 24, um, and then at that or 21, 24, it's been like a while now and like all of it's like blurred. So it's kind of weird looking back on it. Yeah. Um, but from there, you know, like my poker coach, I ended up getting a poker coach and he told me like, look, I don't like this life that you're living. You can either go back to school and I'll help you pay for school or, um, you can go get a job. I didn't want to go back to school. School was never my thing. So I ended up getting a job as a telemarketer for an internet marketing company. So I was literally like, if anybody's ever gotten the phone call, like press one to be on the first page of Google, which was very popular seven or eight years ago. Um, unfortunately, I was the asshole on the other line trying to sell you that service. Now, when I started working at that company, I had no idea that, you know, it was a boiler room, like really sales focused on clients. And when I started working in operations, I realized that, you know, there, the sales people were promising all of these things that operations couldn't deliver on. Wow. And when I had, yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't think that the intention of that owner or uh, of the CEO or the founders of that company was to like hurt people, but it ended up that it was, it was hurting people. Yeah. And when a customer called me out by name and said, Mikhail, again, first name only, she was like, Mikhail, <laughs> did you know that, <laughs> did you know that your company is stealing money from small business owners? And for some of us, it's the last thousand dollars we have. And I was like, Dude, I like, I got off that call. I, you know, sat on the back of my car and I literally cried because this is not the person that I was. I went from wanting to help people like with their health as a pediatrician and as a nurse to now, like, you know, working at this company that really wasn't doing much good for the clients that they had. Um, and of course it worked for some people, but it just outweighed how some of the, or the, the good didn't outweigh the bad. Right. So yeah, I thought to definitely. myself, I was like, this was 17 years ago, but now, now the timelines are becoming a little bit more clear. In 2014, I was like, Hey, why don't I start a social media marketing company? This was kind of coming up and becoming more hot. And I thought to myself, well, if I can, you know, if I can say to a customer, I'll post to Instagram five times a week and put that in the contract. And then I post five times a week and not promise any business, not anything outside of that. At least I can feel good about myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at least I can, you know, uh, at least I can sell a service that I can believe in, I think was the biggest yeah. thing. And we started doing that. I mean, shoot, I had no idea. And this is going back to the un unorganized and lost thing. So I'll probably address the underlying theme here. I had no idea what the hell I was doing, what starting a company even meant, what a social media marketing company was or, an, or a marketing agency was uh, at all. I was just like, here's a service. I can do it. You know, I, I had no training. Mind you, when I went to high school, I didn't go to college. I went to 
a, a nursing trade school. I didn't know how to start a business. So I called my uncle to help me write my first proposal um, and got like some, my first paying client, which, uh, which was a, uh, a wing restaurant in Costa Mesa, who's still our client today, seven years later. Oh, how um, insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've, that's so cool. I, we've made that the thing. That's my like, I'm like, hey, no matter how big we get, we're always going to have wing nuts. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, so there was a lot of trial and error there, you know, and I guess that's where Blue Light started. I guess there's a lot between now, between now and when we started, but that's, uh, that's how everything began, at least this part of my life. That's insane. So I guess to take a step back and kind of break it down a little bit. So you, your goal was to become a nurse and that's kind of what you did. And that's where you thought your path was going. What was your mindset and everything, especially like with a family member doing that, being the reason that you got derailed, what was your mindset? Like when you went from, I have a plan, I'm organized. I got exactly what I wanted to completely derailed. Cause there's, there's times where you get fired and it's like, Oh, I just get a new job. But with mm. something like that, your entire career stopped. You had to literally create an entire new career. So what was your mindset then? You know, it's kind of weird to tap into that because I remember just thinking how I remember talking to my mom and I was like, there was a period even before I lost my nursing license where I was like, I hate my life. I hate my job. I hate my life. And because like the job as like as an LVN and shout to all the LVNs that are out there, but what I was doing in particular was like passing meds. Right. Okay. And, and so it was like the same thing day in and day out. And I'm just like, I want to be outside. I want to like interact with people a little bit more. I don't, and you're around so much, so many like people that are dying and sick all the time. It's kind of depressing. Yeah. Um, but once everything got derailed, <sighs> dude, that was a tough time. I didn't know what I was going to do, to be honest, because I just, it was, not, you know, this is like 2009 to 2012, basically around that time. Like the, it was, I couldn't even get a job at Burger King, but that's where I went. I was like, oh, well, wow. I guess I'll start from ground zero. Like I'll apply at Burger King. Um, and they didn't give me the job there. And so that's kind of why I was pushed into that. But I think it was, my mindset was survival. Like, yeah. what am I going to do to survive? And then, you know, once I started playing poker and I saw a little bit of success there, I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to be a professional poker player. And that was the dream at that time was to be okay. on poker after dark on TV and, and doing that. So it's cool. It's, it's so interesting when you look back on life like that, because there's so many scenarios where I, you know, I, I don't think I've had never had anything that drastic happen to me. Let's be real, but uh, well, I have in life, but not the point anyways. The thing that's interesting is looking back and thinking about situations where like, for me, going through college was, I loved college, but the work part of college, I was, I was not good for school. School was not something I was good at. I never really learned to study in high school. And so Same. going to college was really complicated. And so I can't tell you how many times I'd call my parents and be like, I'm quitting. I'm joining the circus. I can't, I'm over it. And looking back, I graduated six, five, six years ago. And it's, it's so crazy to look back and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, we, we're good. We made it. Yeah. And so I feel like that's so many, so many times in life where you're so unorganized and lost and you get to the next step and you go, oh, look, like that was awful, but we learned from it and we grew and now we're here. And I, I, it's always hard when someone like you're going through something like not getting a job that you dreamed of or losing your job. And people say life, you know, life works itself out. It, um, everything happens for a reason. And they're like, okay, Susie, 
but <laughs> right now it sucks. And so it's <laughs> interesting to hear how you've overcome so many different obstacles of things where you kind of had a plan and I feel like plans are what we're taught to have, right? Like we mm-hmm. have a plan and if you're not following it or you don't have a plan, you should feel lost and it should be really, really hard. And so I think it's so impressive that you've gone through so many different stages of getting derailed and then now getting to where you are and being so successful. <laughs> so successful is relative. Although I do feel, 100%. Su- yeah. So I appreciate that feedback though, but it's interesting what you say about like learning, like we were always taught to have a plan mm-hmm. and you know, our, our parents say that have a backup plan, like whatever, if we want to pursue something creative or whatever it is, like have a plan, have a plan, have a plan. The problem is, as you said, plans always get derailed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, but what doesn't get derailed is a vision, right? So yeah. if we can commit to having visions as opposed to a plan, um, I think that we'll find a lot more success for our lives in that way. And, and, and it'll be harder to derail us from that because now it's like, Hey, what do I want my life to look like? How do I want to feel? How do I want to contribute? You know, what are the things that I want to do every day? This has very little to do with an actual plan, but really how I want to live my life. And that's where we find the most success, happiness, and fulfillment, right? So it's not something that I knew back then. It's something that I'm continuing to learn today. Um, yeah. But that's, you know, as of today, I think that's more of the mindset that I have is like, what's the vision for my life? Like you can kind of see up here too with our my little vision board that I have is oh, awesome. like, you know, it has my wife and I being happy. It has the team I have with at Blue Light. It has spoiler alert, like hopefully like a baby this year, um, like those types of things. So like it has nothing, but there's no plan on that. It's like, this is just what I want my life to look like. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's a little different. It's a slightly different mindset. I think that's amazing advice and amazing, um, way to look at things because, um, like you said, it's a lot harder to get derailed when you have more of a vision than you do an exact plan. That's like, no, I'm going to do this and this only, uh, sometimes that can get you definitely struggling more than you'd want to. So you've done a lot. You've had a lot of successes and things like that. What is your proudest moment that you can think of? Um, man, getting married uh, was probably my proudest and most happy and happiest moment. And I even just saying that by itself, I'm like getting emotional. Um, so in my personal life, it's definitely getting married. Um, like, I, I don't know for a long time because of everything that my, my dad did to not just me, but my entire family, I was embarrassed and I was, you know, I was embarrassed. I knew that there was like skeletons in the closet type of thing, or I felt that way anyway. And to be able to, uh, to find a woman or at least, or have the confidence in myself, you know, those are kind of interchangeable to like make that jump, I guess you could say, and like, be like, Hey, like whatever, with whatever my family history is and what my personal history looks like or whatever that is like, we made the jump and we're so happy. So that was, you know, that's the most proudest part in my, in my personal life. And I think professionally, professionally, it's like, it's like these micro moments, like a couple of weeks ago, you know, my team was, you know, I'm sitting in my office and my team's over here and I hear like Slack notifications going off mm-hmm. and then them laughing about it. And I realized I'm not in this Slack group that they're in and all laughing about. Yeah. And I think that was one of the prouder moments I've had recently because it's like, we've created an environment here where the people that are working together get along and they get along independently of me being involved in that. 
And so that was a very, very proud moment for me. And it has nothing to do with revenue. It has nothing to do with a piece of client work. It has to do with the culture and family that we've built here at Blue Light. And yeah, that was a very big, that was a very big proud moment for me, even though it wasn't like this crazy milestone, you know? But I feel like that is a big milestone because I feel like, especially nowadays, trying to find a team or trying to find a company that truly cares about the people is complicated. I feel like I've been through a lot of different jobs. And the one thing that I'm learning when trying to grow unorganized and lost is one day when I have a team, that's honestly, my goal is what you just described was having a team that wants to be there and wants to grow the company and believes in it and are paid right. And like, just are so happy to be there. And I feel like that's a bigger win than how successful you are. Like, yes, of course we want to be successful and we want our business to thrive, but I feel like being able to employ people and employ them in a more powerful, confident way is huge. Yeah. It's a big thing, man. Like when you, you know, one of our teammates was able to like buy a new car and like move in with her boyfriend, like those types of things. It's like, that's, that's cool. It's like, I, and in one way or another, it's like, I maybe had something to do with that, but, um, that is a cool feeling. You're right. That's awesome. Okay. Um, what is next? Cause I know that we talk about with unorganized and lost is kind of the past, but mm. obviously everyone's a little unorganized and lost in what their future is, no matter how quote successful or how far you've come, the next step is always a little unorganized and lost on where you're going. Mm -hmm. So what's like the next big thing for either McHale or Blue Light Media? Um, well, other than there's a lot, I feel, you know, for one, a big, I'm sure like maybe people who are planning to have a child or have a child on the way, like that feels like a big unorganized and lost type of thing. And so, you know, my wife, Alexa and I are planning on trying to have a child this year or not this year, but like, you know, trying to get pregnant this year, that whole thing. So that seems crazy to me. Um, but on a, on a business level and for the agency, like there are a couple big changes that I want to make, you know, we've been very, uh, focused on like services that we provide for our clients. And now, you know, we want to position ourselves to, you know, have a bigger piece of the brands that we're working with. So whether that looks like investments or acquisitions, like that would be really cool. Um, and, you know, we're looking at a couple of the brands that we're working with right now to do something like that or have a bigger part in what they're doing. Uh, and then also really just changing the model of what we're doing altogether. So since we started, and I, as I mentioned before, it's like, it was always like, Hey, we'll post this amount of times to social media and we'll bill for that, you know, and here's your flat monthly rate. Well, as we've grown, we've, we've realized over the last seven years, we've realized our clients are now really relying on us for the strategy on how to grow a brand, right. And how to grow their companies uh, as well as, you know, doing things like creative development um, and paid media management, but it's less about, you know, how many times we're going to post to Instagram and more about how do we grow the brand. Right. So yeah. really changing that, that model, I think is the big thing for us as a company. And I, I don't know how that looks like outwardly, like nobody, you know, who maybe watches social or uh, blue light or myself, all five people, you know what I mean? Like, We'll probably notice them. that that's happening. <laughs> you are, and I appreciate you so much. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, that's a big move for us. There's a lot of operational things that need to change. There's a lot of mindsets that need to change about what we do um, and who we are. And there's a lot of like different ways that we need to communicate that change to our clients. And like, how do we do all of those things? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, 
that I guess would be the big thing for blue yeah. light. Is there any fear or excitement that like, what feeling do you have towards that? Like, is it like, Oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. Is it like, Oh my gosh, what are we getting yourself into? What's the, what's the feeling towards making mm-hmm. that next step? And that's a good question. I, I believe that the feeling is the feeling is fuck. I hope this works. That's, that's really what it is. You know what I mean? And, but honestly, that's, that's kind of, that's how the feeling always is like, yeah, has always been at least for the next last seven years. Like when I started the, my company, it's like, man, I really hope this works. And then it did. And then it's like another, you know, hiring the first employee. It's like, man, I really hope this works adding in, you know, a new service. I hope this works. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, totally. It, it keeps doing that. So, but this is probably one of the, one of the bigger changes, I think. So this, this is definitely like, ah, I hope this works. If not, here's the thing is like, if not, we have what we've been doing to fall back on yeah, and then definitely. pivot from there. So yeah. it'll be a gradual change, but it's the feeling is very much I hope this works. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But I think it's also a good reminder for people here because again, you look at someone who, you know, a CEO or someone who you think is successful and isn't stressed or thinking that they're don't know where they're going to go next. And talking to someone like you who has their own, like has their company going really well. And there's always something new. There's always something that you're looking towards and unorganized and lost as you get there. And so I think it's so fascinating to hear you know, the mindset of, okay, we, we, I mean, it's, we need to figure it out. And it's not always fear that yep. goes along with being unorganized and lost, but it's always a little bit of not even doubt, just, okay, let's figure it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, fear is definitely not the thing. And I think if I could offer just a small piece of advice is like when, when, when you or anybody is looking to take on a new venture, and they think of the possibility of failure. I think it's more important to look back and think of how things have worked out. You yeah. know, like, like you mentioned in the beginning, it's like life always works itself out. It's like, yeah, it kind of always works itself out if you have that mindset, right? So looking yeah. at like, hey, you've actually done the scariest thing in your life already. So like, this is no different. The worst yeah. thing that's going to happen is you start over, you know what I mean? Or oh, yeah, you pivot, definitely. you know, like nobody's, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's going to hurt, get hurt, die or go to prison. So it's like, like we're just that's the goal. Yeah. That's definitely not going to happen, but like we, you know, we, uh, you know, it's just, it's interesting, but you got to have the confidence that you've done something crazy before and you can do it again. Even if that crazy thing is very small, um, you know, like for, I know that you're like the adventure girl. <laughs> Sometimes it's like probably the first time you jumped off of a 40 foot cliff into a lake, like, you're like, oh, well, I hope I don't break a leg. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> and I'm sure you've done it dozens of times since then, but you build that confidence every time you do it. Right. So now I've yeah. built enough confidence in the times that I've tried something new and it's worked out to where it's like, okay, like, you know, this is going to work out one way or another. Yeah. And I think fear is also not a bad thing either to have. I think having butterflies means you're doing something right. Because as I mentioned before, we actually started the podcast that I was a little nervous, you know, starting this podcast and it really had nothing to do with failure, had nothing to do with no one listened. It's, I almost had more fear of people listened like, (laughs) oh, you're going to be listening because, because when I first started with unorganized and lost before I realized I wanted it to be a clothing brand, um, I started this series where it was like the unorganized and lost series. And I had this mindset of how I wanted to go down, but I realized as I was having people on, not 
being able to ask them the questions I wanted to ask was what was really separating it from what I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to listen to my own advice and get, have the fear in there of me having to actually interview people and actually be on camera and be the person in front of it all, because I've always been behind the camera. I've always been the one kind of hosting and all like, or not hosting, but always been behind the camera, the editor, things like that. I'm a video editor. And so for me, it was like such a big step to have to say, okay, you're the main person on this and it's your voice and your vision, but it is my voice and my vision. So I might as well be the voice and vision of it all. So yeah, a hundred percent. And look, like I said, before we started recording, your intention has always been in the right place. And I think that if your intention is always in the right place, it's always going to work out one way or another. And Oh no, it froze. Shouldn't be doing, but the butterflies are a good thing. The butterflies are what you feel the first time you're going to, you know, kiss somebody that you have a crush on or like, you know, that type of thing. And those are the types of feelings that we want to keep chasing after. Cause that's what gives us fulfillment in the end when we get through it. So you, I think you're doing a great job as it is. And it's exciting to see what you're doing with this brand. And I'm always just like, all right, cool. I see something new, get a new update. You shoot me a text message. I think it's awesome. And I think what you're about to do and what you're doing right now is going to be awesome too. And even if it impacts one person and in the right way, like the job is done. So just keep that in mind. Well, thank you. It means a lot. So using that as a nice segue after you did a nice spiel for me, it cut out a little bit, but we're just going to assume a lot of it was really nice. <laughs> Even if it was mean, just kidding. Um, so I actually have one of your stickers or in your sunrise. Sick. So you started, I, I haven't put it on anything because I'm one of those people that can't commit to putting stickers places. <laughs> and the only place I have stickers is on the back of my iPad, iPad case. And it was already full. So I have to find something new. My dog keeps squeaking her toy. So, so earn your sunrise. How did that start? And what have you been doing with that? <laughs> Speaking of like trying to figure out what to do with things. Um, <laughs> so honestly, I think I, I just, uh, if anybody's followed me on Instagram for the last like four or five years, like there's, there's definitely a theme of like working hard for the things that you have. And I've kind of always believed that like, even though you have something doesn't mean you stop working for it. This is true to relationships. And this is true to, the business that you might have, the success that you might have, the second you get comfortable is the second you start losing it, right? So if we take that same mentality to the things that we've been blessed with by God or whatever somebody else might believe in, like the sunrise is such a thing that like we're blessed with and we have, but just because I'm blessed with it doesn't mean I have to, that doesn't mean I stop earning it. So I thought like, Hey, earn your sunrise. This is some, this is such a gift. Like, you know, I'm sure you've gotten, you have either gotten up or stayed up late enough to watch the sun come up over the mountains or whatever your view is. And it's such a beautiful thing. And so just one time I just put it out there, like earn your sunrise. And I was like, Hey, I kind of like the, the tune of that. And I think somebody else said it, like, like affirmed that. And they're like, that sounds kind of cool. Um, so now when I get up in the morning and like, and work out it's like earn your sunrise it doesn't matter what time people for whatever reason think it has to be at like 4 30 or 5 in the morning and it doesn't have to be that it can be at night for crying out loud but it's just like earn your sunrise do something in do something to start your day or do something that just kind of like honors the blessing of like what we've been gifted and it's a new day 
every single day is a blessing. So honor that with working hard at something. And for me, it's fallen into the category of like early morning workouts. And that's what people have resonated with the most. And so when I saw other people start tagging earn your sunrise, I was like, shoot, like let's do something here. So just created some stickers for now. I trademarked the phrase. So like if anybody uses it on, um, yeah, if anybody uses it on a t-shirt or a sticker or anything like that, I can send them a nice, uh, nice little note that I want the royalties from it. <laughs> there you go. Well, maybe we can do an unorganized and lost earn your sunrise collab one day. Ooh, I like this. I like this a lot. Actually. <laughs> I do really like yes. that. Um, so I think the most sensible thing is just like sh- sh- kind of short-term apparel right now. It's not a big, like, it's not a core focus of the business, uh, for me because it's like, I don't know too much about you know, creating apparel. I'm not a, you know, clothing designer by any means. Um, so I'm working with my cousin right now to help figure that stuff out. He has a lot of experience in that. So hopefully we'll have some gear coming out soon. Um, at least, you know, on water bottles, I think is probably an easy thing to do. That would be a cool one. Um, and water bottles, towels, something somebody can use at the gym as well as like t-shirts and hats and stuff, but, um, nothing too crazy. I don't see it being a huge driver, but uh, of like business, or that's going to be the thing that changes my life. But, you know, I was getting a message today where somebody was like, dude, I, I was going through a really weird part phase in my life. And like, I just saw you saying, earn your sunrise. And it just like fired me up to like, get after it again. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, that's all it has to be. As I said yeah. before, it's like, if you can impact one person, you know, then the job is done and it's good. So for that one person, I will continue to do earn your sunrise. And which is, which is gets kind of daunting. Cause sometimes I wake up at four 30. I'm like, shit, what am I doing? Like, just, I want to go to bed, but it's like, yeah, there's that one person straight up that like, that it matters to them that I get up and do this yeah. and to one capacity or another, if it gets them out of bed, good. So it's like, all right, cool. When you start thinking of, uh, when you start thinking of how you can impact other people instead of how it's going to impact you, like it becomes easier to continue doing these things. So, um, that's kind of where it's going, I guess is hopefully apparel, but for now, just the message of, um, you know, continuing to get after it and not, you know, not getting comfortable just because you already have something. That's incredible. Yeah. I actually saw a phrase recently that I've been using for the podcast say, saying proud, not satisfied because mm. I think that's also, yeah. Cause I think it's also a really good way to show that you can be an organized and lost, but it's like, just be proud in the moment but just don't be satisfied. So just like we talked about earlier, when you said, um, if you get too comfortable, it's not, that's the ending of a lot of things. It's like, be proud, but not satisfied. Always be happy where you are. Always just like earning your sunrise, always be happy that you've made it another day, but don't be satisfied and work hard for it. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. Love it. Well, do you have any, any more, cause you've already given us so much piece of advice, but any more piece of advice or your favorite quote before I close it out outside of earn your sunrise. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding, man. The favorite you've already qu- given me like 14 pieces of advice. So yeah. I'll take one more from you. The, the, there, uh, there is a quote actually, um, that I'd like to share with you. I wonder if I can find it real quick. It's going to take a minute. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this a lot, uh, but it's along the lines of like the real blessing is being able to bless others. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just because getting all these things is really great, but like, that's not cool until like you can really help impact somebody else's life. And really that's how 
that's honestly how I live my life, dude. Like the real boss move isn't like calling all the shots. It's being Mm -hmm. able to lift up other people and creating opportunities for them to grow. And that's the thing that like, that's what continues to drive me. And that's what I'll always live by. I feel like I was as, as tough as my like life may have seemed. And we, we scratched the surface of like how, you know, gnarly it, it, it was when we really had no money and like no anything, but like, you know, I had an amazing amount of friends who always believed in me. I had my uncle who always believed in me and opened the path for me. I had my mom who was like, you know, who didn't care that I played poker, even though she uh, frowned upon gambling. I remember at one point she said, at least you'll always have poker. You know what I mean? So like all of those things. And then now a wife who sticks by me, no matter what, like in this team at blue light, who's just like, who's crazy. They just like kind of, you know, they're, they're amazing people. It's like, dude, I've always been blessed with these crazy opportunities to become, to be the best version of myself. It's like, why wouldn't I want to do that for other people? Um, so yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's the final thing, I guess. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So where can everybody find you? Yeah. Um, they can find me on basically anywhere on social media, uh, at Mick M I Q K. Uh, that's definitely Instagram and Twitter where I guess I'm the most active. I have a podcast as well called oversharing with Mikhail Alphon that you can find, um, on iTunes or anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. And I have a newsletter called, um, called the Monday standard. Standard. Yeah. And you can find that at Mikhailalphon.com. Yeah. Thank you. I will try to link all that in the, the bio because I, I follow all of this and it is so <laughs> inspirational. It's also just a great reminder of little things you can do to improve your day, especially your week, because it starts on Monday, which is even better. And <laughs> yeah. it's the only email I read. Oh, thank I you. you. I appreciate that. I hate that. reading emails and I'm like, I'll read all the way through. Yeah. I've been trying to make it shorter too, so that people will read all the way through. So <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's perfect, short and sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, Michelle. I appreciate this a lot. And um, I'm really looking forward to everything that you do with this. Thank you so much. Make sure to subscribe and let us know what you thought of the podcast. We'll see you next time. I don't know. I haven't decided on an outro yet. This is what we're going with. (laughs) I love it, dude. This is so sick.